Vince Rock, man. All right, so it's going to be what it is. We got um questions. All right. Welcome to Views from the Floor. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it. Hey. He caught us off guard. I'm over here like, oh, wait a minute. All right. I'm ready. All right. Y'all ready? Y'all yeah, good? Y'all niggas look good? We got video. Welcome to Views from the Floor podcast. This is Nico. Just because. Yo, Taz. And we here, man, another week. Hey, check this out. Before we get into it, mm-hmm. I know one podcast, I apologize for, you know what I mean, time off and shit, but check this out. The last two months, yes, for me has been rough as fuck. They they have it's Touché. it's crazy because I was thinking the other day I was like man, I was reflecting back on just like life in general. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just outside with some, with a little bit of CBD, a little bit of drink, um, just outside like just midday, just thinking about shit and. Think about just what was like the roughest part of my life in the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, one day I need to write a book about it, but or something about it. I gotta write this shit down somewhere, like you told me to. I told you, man. But um, yeah, for the most part, like this, the start of this year has been crazy for me, man. Mm. Just crazy, just passing after passing after passing, and just. It's like it's not letting up whatsoever. And yeah. it's a lot of older people in my family that I care about. And when you see when you see that happen and then you see the outcome of it, like just a little piece of like not even a little piece, like a major major pieces of the family mm-hmm. like passing and then you see the outcome and how it affects people people start acting different and just weird and yeah. everybody mourns differently. And then you, you start seeing, you start seeing people's like nature. And I don't know right now if it's true nature or just hurt nature. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, every situation, every situation is different and people handle stuff different. So just, Hey man, like we always say all the time on this podcast, be kind to people. Hug your loved ones. Tell the people that you love that you love them because I just keep getting a lot of calls and text messages. It seems like every two weeks, something else, something else, something else. So just just love your loved ones, man, and love them hard while they're here. That's because fact. the one thing for sure that's going to happen to us is – we're gonna pass, like it's inevitable. It That's is. guaranteed to us. So, yeah, just love your loved ones, man. That's I. I had to start the pot off that way, or I wouldn't feel right. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree, man. It's, yeah. it's um, we as fellas gotta have create spaces for each other to lament. Because mm-hmm. like, we don't understand. Like, depends on how you were raised, you know. I've, when we say, I've said this on high def before, where you, um, if you grew up in an old school household, well, like the movie uh, Fences, mm-hmm. how how Denzel's character was like projected towards the sun. Yep. You know, it was like it was just do what you need to do, do it. what you're supposed to do. You know, 
You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, what it, that's super what it, hard. Exactly. And then sometimes like we don't get, we don't have, we don't, we're not showed how to healthily express grief and sorrow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we hold it in. That junk, that junk can be like cancer, man. Yeah. That junk builds up, builds up, builds up, and starts. We start getting sick. Yeah, man. Stuff like that. It's like we gotta create us as black men in general. Gotta create spaces where we can be amongst our friends, mm-hmm. our homies, and literally just be like, "Yo, this is how I feel right now." Yeah, like, yeah, for, for sure, for sure, and, absolutely. And we not like clown each other. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> so that's the crazy thing. That's the crazy thing about me. Like I was raised that way. Like, mm-hmm. yo, man. Stop acting like a bitch, right, pretty tough, much. Tough and yeah. that's not bitch in the term of stop acting like a woman, nothing like that. It's literally stop acting like a bitch. Like, don't don't show emotions. Like, you a man. Like, you're not supposed to do that and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. But, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm blessed enough to have people around me that actually give a fuck. And mm-hmm. that's men, women, all that stuff. Like... When all this shit is happening to you, you know what I mean? It's not just happening to me. It's happening to my whole entire family on both sides. Um, it's kind of hard to say, yo, you need a man up in this situation when it's one after another after yeah. another. Like, But I got a hell of a support system and a hell of a, a hell of a family at home that helps me through it and know when I'm down and know how to pick me up and all that stuff. So... Uh, I definitely want to thank y'all and everybody that reached out to me over the last couple weeks. But yeah, man, I had to do this pod today because I need I need this love right here, man. Yeah, man. I need I need to focus on trying to be as normal as I can. You know what I mean? Back to life as normal as possible. And ironically, you know what I mean? Ironically, like. We kept bringing up on the pods we did this year. I titled the first podcast, Eventually Everybody Leaves, not knowing, hell, this shit's going to hit closer to home than I thought. That was just me me dealing with different issues as a whole, you know? So, uh-huh. But now it's just coming true to life to where people are passing away that I care about. And I just want to say I love them. Um, sleep well. I hope to see you. You know what I mean? See you again. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure I make y'all proud. That's it. Yeah, and with that being said, man, how was y'all's last couple of weeks? Because, like I just said, <laughs> mine's was a little rough. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, uh, personally speaking, I mean, it's been good, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I really done much. Just regular, regular work. Trying to get ready for a little man be get here in yeah, July. Yeah, man. Um, that's it. That's spelling it with a K. Camera, camera with a K. Yeah. What's his middle name? Therese. Okay. Oh, big money. <laughs> big yeah. money. We in there. KT Dub. KT Dub, man. How about you, Jay? I know you were sick a, a couple weeks back. Yeah. That one shit. You know what I'm saying? Those tummy virus. You know what I mean? Well, we don't chilling. But I do want to say, you know what I'm saying, today is eight years in Alpha for me. So, to Dancing my, gang, nigga. Yeah, Dancing gang. Gang, gang. My uh, hip shaking. LBs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Immortal Conquerors. You know what I mean? We out here. Immortal Conquerors? Yeah, so. Immortal. Yo, I got to take down. that, nigga. Yeah, I break it down. Break it's it down, bro. Ice Age. 
Okay. Right? Ice Age 22. It's Immortal Conquerors epitomizing. Oh, shit. Hold on now. Oh! oh. oh. Said Something. Get right. Excellent. He been drinking a little. <laughs> yeah, hey. I've been drinking. He been drinking a little bit. I've been drinking now. <laughs> hey. We got, uh, we're going to have to cut that out. <laughs> I'm gonna be drinking a little bit, but you know, eight years in Alpha, Beta Delta chapter, we out here. Love y'all boys. 22. Word. I don't know what none of that means, uh, but me hey, man, if you. Nah, nah, right. I, like, I, I get you. You know what I mean? I don't wanna dive in too much because I don't want niggas coming to my house. You feel me? Or uh, if I'm out and about and shit, they feel a type of way because I said something wrong. And I, I don't I just don't want to do that. I realized the other day when I was talking to Clay that fighting niggas now was just exhausting <laughs> in my mind. You know what I mean? Like like growing up, it was whatever. You know, but now I'm about to be 33. Nah, I'm cool. I'm trying to save my fighting for one last good time. Like, if I gotta fight one of my daughters. You know what I mean? Boyfriends or something. Oh, we shit. ain't fighting them. We shooting them niggas. Nah, I want to physically fight them. Uh, nah, because we don't know what these new niggas going to know. That's true, but <laughs> that's, the, that's the exciting part about it. The mystery, dog. The hey, mystery of knowing well, I can I can find out some new shit. But, all right. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be on the porch. That's that fine. Nigga, that nigga roundhouse kick hey. you. I'm shooting. All, all I'm saying I'm is. I'm shooting that nigga. He, he roundhouse kick you. He got to get shot. All, all I'm saying is this, dog. In my mind, he just shot me. As long if I'm if I'm getting whooped too bad, y'all niggas gotta jump in. Hey, we ain't jumping in. <laughs> shoot him from the porch. Yeah, we shooting that nigga. Yeah, that's that's fine. Y'all gotta do something. Y'all gotta let this nigga know he gotta get off of me. The funniest, well, not the not funny at all thing. But I'm thinking about this. This shit ain't gonna be too long from now. Very grown as hell. Word, she about to be ten, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, I just look at her every day like. Yo, you almost a teenager. Nigga, I need to have a driver. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> All right, talk to me. Because I need to just, every time the little nigga come over, I just need to have my driver, and I'm going to have my little pistol outside the window. Mm-hmm. Every time it roll by, just look at this nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, this nigga rolled down. He rolled, <laughs> rolled out here three times. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Who was that? That's my uncle Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't mind him. Yeah, yeah, don't mind him. Um... But, yo, before we go any further, before we go any further, I got to say, we, technically, this is our first time, right? But, uh-huh. actually, this is our sex, second time, sex time. This is our second time trying to video the pod. Mm-hmm. So, finally, we got everything right. Yep. Finally, I jumped off the porch and check this out. Don't judge my living room. Our AC unit went out, so I got the motherfucking... I got the motherfucking window unit. Check this out. I'm from the projects, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and the AC unit, if that's what we have to do to make it out here, that's hey, what we got to do, bro. Thanks, man. You got to have a kerosene heater. Got to have a kerosene heater. What it is. And the crazy thing about it is, it's not out all the way. Like, it'll cool some. Mm-hmm. But when it get hot, hot, nigga, you, gotta, you need an extra help. That's it. But in the wintertime, nigga, we cool. Turn the fucking heat on, it's straight. So if anybody out there knows anybody in, in you know what I mean, heating in there, send them my way. Let's talk business. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, before we get any further, 
We got a sponsor, man. Oh, we do. We got a sponsor, man. Listen, we've been drinking this drink since it first came and out. And the shit is making me feel good. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jay been drinking it since he got here, basically. And uh, we've been mixing it with some other shit, but don't worry about that. We'll get to that. That ain't your business. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. But hey, man, drinky drink. How you how you like drinky drink, my oh, man? Oh, man, you know. <laughs> Love it. I'm, I'm about to say, Taz. Not Taz the at the beginning. Genius. Yeah. So... Taz, when he first sipped on it, he didn't really know about it. But the more he drank it, the more it became this nigga's favorite drink. And he don't drink. It's literally my favorite. That's a fact. I don't drink. He don't drink don't at all, drink. but it's his favorite it's drink. Favorite Check drink, this though. out, man. Drinky drink. Not only is it black-owned, mm-hmm. it's also Spartanburg. Spartanburg's finest drink. Soon to be the Carolina's drink. And check this out, man. You need drinky drink in your life. And to get Drinky Drink, all you got to do is follow Drinky Drink LLC on IG and Twitter. Mm-hmm. IG and Twitter. And check this out. They even got an email address for you. LLC at gmail.com. If you need it, contact, contact these boys, man. They will give it to you. Don't matter where you are. You can be in Atlanta. You can be in Charlotte. It don't fucking matter. They will deliver and deliver on time. And they do parties. And they do parties. They do catering, parties, mm-hmm. whatever you need. Whatever you need drink at, got you. my man's got it. So, with that being said, get you some drinky drink. And that is D-R-A-N-K-Y, D-R-A-N-K. Drinky drink, nigga. Just, just like you would think. Us African Americans would spell it. <laughs> That's how we gonna though. fucking do it, cause it's drink, baby, and it, it's different when it's drink. Hey, just spell that shit out. Drinky drink. Listen, drink man, drink. it's a little different when it's drink, baby. That's, that's a fact. You, that's you a have fact. a drink. I have a drink. Exactly. So with that being said, get you some drinky drink in your life, and also, my nigga, also. We kind of mixing it with a little bit of something else too, but we'll get into that more in a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to uh, shout out our sponsor, Drinky Drink, and uh, yeah, contact them boys on IG and Twitter. So, getting into the pod, man. First question: What we got? Let's see. Is it okay, or a better way to say this? Does a man living in what? Living his love for the spouse out loud make him weak. Mm. Well, as the only one who's not married. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with the single nigga first. I don't think so at all. You know what I'm saying? You know, for me, when I'm with somebody, I kind of always feel like, damn, my bad. This fucking drinky drink, boy. (laughs) 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 I always feel like when... I'm with somebody, there's a goal there, right? Yeah. And if I'm with somebody and we're trying to reach a goal together, I feel like we both have to give a lot of ourselves. Mm -hmm. If I give a lot about you and I care about you, for me, I feel like if I'm really with you and I love you, why wouldn't I tell the world? Why wouldn't that be something that I have? It's like a badge of honor if I have somebody who cares about me just as much as I care about them. I mean, we ain't got to be like, Screaming the shit from the mountains, mm-hmm. but 
know what I'm saying? I feel like I should be able to. Yeah. I will show that emotion. Me and Taz, me and Taz publicly show our love differently. It's a fact. Yeah. But I'll, I'll let Taz go first, though. Nah, why, why, my thing is, yes, if you are in love, madly in love with your spouse, show that jump, man. I don't care what the homies say. The homies might be like, oh, you whipped and this and this and that. And? Them niggas is sad. <laughs> they ain't like, gonna say nigga, that it's sad. Nigga, like, this is my wife here. This is my wife. Why can't I show my love like that? And clown me if you want to. But guess what? At the end of the day, I'm going home to her. Bro, cause you know, you know what they say. They you know what I mean? You you weak. Or like, come on. what if something happens in a relationship? Let me, let, let you me know say what I mean? Then then you out here looking like a fool cause you done you done did all this mm-hmm. stuff. You a cornball and all that shit like and that. And it don't matter, cause like I'm I'm supposed to give my all regardless. Even if you know, at the end of the day, you know, if it all just crumbles down, I did what I did at the time that I felt was was the correct thing to do. And a lot of times we do that in life, where we put our all into something and it don't work out. Guess what? Had no regrets. Why? Because you did what you were supposed to do at the time. Don't the good book say that's between you, mm-hmm. your wife, that's right. and God? It don't say fact. you. Your friends, your wife, and God. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So it don't matter what anybody else got to say about it, as long as y'all covenant is intact and it's fine. Word. See, mm-hmm. see, for me, y'all, y'all know me. I don't really put, I don't really put my family life online. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like especially, like especially my kids. Like my kids, my kids, my wife is for me. You know what I mean? Like they, they know how I feel. And if anybody online knows me personally, they know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like they they know what's going on. So, like, I just feel like it's just weird how people view shit. They view yeah. shit for things to fail. They do rather than rather than just living for it to work. Right. It's like no genuine appreciation for someone who's out here thriving. Word. And it, it it just don't make no sense, bro. It just don't make no sense. Like, fucking Russell Wilson love himself, Man, his wife. Let me tell you. You know what I mean? Love his fucking wife. Do anything for her. Like, you supposed to, by right. nigga. But yet, niggas feel like he a cornball and feel like Future is the cool one. And you know what's wild about that is? <laughs> and to me, that's backwards. Is he? Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. For me, it's just like, this nigga got so many damn baby mama. Like, I don't want to aspire to that. Not to say there's anything wrong with A lot with of niggas do. They this. see the flash. They see, the, you but, know what I mean? Nigga, that can't be peaceful. It's too many places. Nigga, that's stressful, nigga. I got so, three kids that live with me. <laughs> and it's stressful, How many nigga. kids he got? Fuck, I don't know, nigga. I don't know that I mean, nigga. I don't know that nigga like that. 20. So, um, damn, damn. I mean, I remember uh, I in, in the good book, it says that... Um, you know, when you're married, your your interests are divided. You know what I'm saying? So like, think about it. If I got a, if I got seven different baby mamas and they all they, none of the kids live with me, I gotta give seven different households attention. Think about that. Cause you, cause when you have a child, it ain't just about the child. <laughs> no, it's, it's a mama too. Think about that. And I know some of them baby mamas giving that boy hell. My nigga. I don't want to deal with that many women, <laughs> Come bro. On. Like, I, bro. I don't. 
And like, not to say before y'all, you know me, we on video now, audio, I could hide a little bit. But now y'all gonna do who I am and all this shit like that for real. See me. Listen, I'm not saying I don't want to deal with that many women because in no disrespectful way. I'm just saying like that's a lot of different personalities that you gotta fuck around with, bro. I'm saying I don't wanna deal with it. That's a lot. Plus, I gotta deal with the kid too. Again, I got three of these little niggas in my house. I know how that feels. Now I gotta worry about six, seven, eight, nine. And then if you get my, if you get th- uh, one a shoe, you take it all. Yeah, shoe. right. Now that? now I gotta work until I die. Man, like, man I got a new chain, daddy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, God damn, I got a... Nah, fam. But you know what's crazy, though? The, to, to see women out here that's, you know, always talking about they want a good man, this, this, and that. Clowning, clowning Russell, too. Like, that stuff don't make no sense. Bro, y'all they don't know about, what a good man is. Y'all out here talking about, y'all want this out of... Y'all want this. Y'all want this good man to take care of you, love you unconditionally, affectionately, this, this, and that. And then you get a Russell, you see a Russell Wilson, you want he's a clown. Lame. Oh, he lame. He just, the thing mm-hmm. is, you want Russell's personality, but you want it in future. Yeah. That's what there you, you want. And it don't work that way. I'm telling you. you I understand you want a guy with a look. I mean, it could. I mean, it could. If you want to bypass all that, get you a me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I tell, <laughs> I tell people all the time, you want to live your life right, live it like my nigga Justin. My nigga got two. My nigga got two degrees. He done had a past that we not gonna talk about. Mm -mm. That we refer to every week. We do. We do. Who we are? It's part of who we are as people. Hey, it's the foundation of who we are. But check it. You gotta get you a digger like my my man Justin. Hey, and now that y'all seeing this, we gotta bring it back. So check it. We got to find my digger some love. No, first of all, I don't know. No, 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 so, so send your applications to uh, Nico Smoke. Yep. That is N-E-K-O. Yep, N-E-K-O-S-M-O-K-E on IG and Twitter. And I'm Torres318 on Twitter. Torres Keith Williams on Facebook. Please inbox us your resumes. I ain't showing my home day. The love connection. We setting that up. Listen, we going to find you a young lady out here. That's going, you know what I mean? It's going to pop past all of that shit. It's going to change your life. Next thing you know, you calling me going, hey, man, I'm about to get married. And I'm, I'm just going to laugh. First of all, let me, let me tell y'all. These <laughs> niggas are dreaming. Not to say that that won't ever happen. Because it, it will one day. No, this nigga will be playing. He going to be playing Andre 2000 prototype in the background. You are <laughs> Yo, this nigga just going to be different, nigga. This hey, nigga. hey, I'm going to tell y'all. I ain't gonna be seeing these niggas like that. I'm, like, I gotta, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, I gotta be at home. I, I got a, a curfew. I have a young Tenoroni at the house. Oh, I word. got a curfew. Um, <laughs> nah, it's too wild. It's gonna be awesome being at Justin's wedding, though. Hey, oh man, we well, might be sixty, but it's gonna happen. That's all right. Like, you know we mean? need a shack up for thirty down now, years, baby. baby. Let's go. Dashikis on and everything. <laughs> oh nah, we wearing dashikis, nigga. <laughs> I'm with it. Passing them out at the dough. Listen, as long as your mama cook, I'm cool. I'm gonna have to pay you. That's fine. <laughs> I, I will pay your mama nah, to play. Nah, she she definitely she definitely would though, cause I ain't be giving them the money to nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah right. she can do it. Yeah, right. Nah, I'm I'm de- I would definitely pay your mama to cook, boy. Damn, I'm <laughs> I'm telling you, your 
His mama cooked some chicken one time, and he brought it to work, gave me a piece, nigga. I was sucking on the bone. Pause. Pause, nigga. It was just, it was like that. It was like that. I wanted to, the first person I saw, I wanted to punch him in the face just because that's what it made me feel like. Like, I'm craving it right now, thinking about it. And the funniest thing is, not to get too deep into it, but when we worked at Adidas, it wasn't just me. It was me, my brother, and my cousin. Oh, yeah, at the yeah, time. yeah. Because me, you, and Zeke was there. Shout out to my nigga DJ Yamasee. We out here. <laughs> I was about to say that. Nigga. I ain't seen my cousin in a minute. Yeah, Because of the COVID. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got I to gotta see that nigga. That nigga was dope, bro. Um, Keys. This, this section right here is just for you, my nigga. Keys Ali. And y'all send y'all hate mail to this nigga, too. Keys Ali on Twitter, N-I-G. Check this out. The next time I see you, my nigga, if I don't got a 1619 hat, my nigga, in red, me and you would just fight. You might as well just drop everything you got square up, nigga. Period. I'm tired of asking this nigga. I'm not asking this nigga no more. I know he going to watch this shit, so I'm not asking this nigga no more. Next time I see him, I'm just going to fight him. And if Carter have to jump in, then you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't want to fight Carter. That's my nigga. You, you ain't got nothing to do with this. But y'all family, so I understand. But Keys, I'ma shoot you, nigga. Next time next time I see you, I need a hat. That's it. And to the fans, these play play. That's how black people play. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we just playing around. Don't worry about it. Um So, Mr. Tash, you wanna mm-hmm. introduce the next topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this question was um, given based off of the uh, the little social media, I guess, what outburst that uh, B. Simone had. Ooh. Uh, and the question is, should a woman have all the things that she requires from a man? In what way, though? Like, okay. if a woman wants a guy to have a job, car, house, money... Okay, so let me do like Businesses, this. all that shit this, like that. Let me say it this way. Should a woman be a be required to bring what she requires from a man to the table? Yeah, it depends on the uh it depends on the relationship. I agree. So for me, like if there's a man out there, if there's a man out there that's willing to go above and beyond mm-hmm. to get you all the extras in life and willing to do whatever it takes to make you happy, then mm-hmm. that's one thing. I know for me, I know what you're getting at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they want you to have X amount of money in the bank. You got to be making X amount mm-hmm. of money a year. Um, You got to go on trips and do this and that mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. big rec league basketball and MVP. Word. <laughs> all right. Uh, you got to live a certain status. Right. Right. It's all about a lot of, a lot of times things is all about status. I know people who marry for status all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that are in miserable relationships right yes. now because they married or they married for status or they in a relationship right now for status and everything that comes with it. Um, me, I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't fucking doing it. I don't know how fucking doing it, bro. Like, <laughs> like doing all that fucking extra shit for what? Right. <laughs> for what, bro? Like, listen, I 
I want to do the things that I love to do. And I want a partner that loves to do the things that she loves to do. And our worlds can collide, you know what I mean, just mm-hmm. combine seamlessly and we can move forward. And if shit falls off the rails a little bit, we can make it work. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of relationship that I want, that I'm in currently. Mm. So, to me, it's just, it's a no-brainer for me what I, what I would want in, in that type of situation. Hmm. Okay. I know for me, um, just hearing, hearing what she was saying. Yeah, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was like a like a woman is like, oh, he's gotta be making this amount of money. He's gotta drive this. He's gotta be this tall. But the only thing that you bring it to the table is pussy. That's what I said. You said it. I didn't. Like that's the only thing you bring in. You know what I'm saying? Like that right there is like it. <laughs> it's is. It's like wow, like okay, you require all these things, yet that's the only thing that you can give me. I'm gonna say this too. That's also his problem, and I'm gonna say this because, and I'm looking for a partner, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody. That's the only thing that she brings to the table. Right. You gotta be bringing, cause just like I need to, you need to have these things in order for your relationship to mm-hmm. be, well, you know, for your life to be where you want it to be, right? She requiring these things. I'm going to need to require some of that shit, too. Because mm. I'm not going to be paying all these bills. Insurance high. <laughs> bills high. It's high. We need, and everything that we do, like, it's like all the decisions we make is going to be made as a unit. Right? Yep. And I don't, I'm the type of dude, I wouldn't care if my wife made more than me. Right? As long as we both are bringing a nice bit in mm-hmm. and we able to take care of everything. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to put in equally. Because mm-hmm. that's how I think about things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if that's not a... It depends on you. If that's a requirement yeah. for you, if it's not. However, also, you got to understand, if somebody bringing everything else and you ain't really bringing in, if if people try to be like, this is my way or the highway, you got to understand, that's what you, you signed up for. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wouldn't... Like, if... I, if Let's say my wife was making more money than me. You know, like, I think in the dating phase, you talk about that. Do like, you, like, when in the dating phase do you talk I, about how much money you make? Okay, so I wouldn't, like, flat out right right off the bat. You know, I think maybe... And what if she hit you with, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> then she ain't for you, great boy. <laughs> if she say that, then, I mean, we kind of know what her uh, position is mm-hmm. <laughs> on that on the stat- that status part. Might not. She might just be a jokester. She might. She might be. You know, so, I mean, it's it's one. That's where communication has to come in. Yeah. The mm-hmm. communication has to be on point because those things you have to discuss. You know, uh, if a woman's like, you know, I, I require <laughs> I require to go to on, a, on at least a trip a year type thing. Okay. You require to go on a trip once a year. Okay. I don't, I don't know. What if it was like Santalini Greece every year? But every year? Okay. Would you? <laughs> you no, better, boy. Not even what you think. Because I'm going to say this. My ass is required to be the fuck out of the country once a year. I mean, that's cool. That's a requirement that's, that's, for me. That's fine. But you ain't going by your damn self. Nigga. This is we. My, my nigga, I'm about to be 33, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And before my 33rd birthday, 
if I can make it there, I'm finally going to take a vacation. It's going to be weird as shit. <laughs> Very much. So much for somebody requiring me that every year. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if relationships work on requirements, bro. They, they, I don't. It's not necessarily. All right. So that's a little bit. Okay, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I don't want to say requirements. It's more of like you know I desire. Yeah, not even that. that. It's more like it's like when you coming in, you showing this is what I want, Mm -hmm. right? These are the things. Like there, there's some things that I'm willing to bend on. Okay, but these, there's these are my deal breakers. I I think that you don't really talk about the things that are frivolous as much, like vacations. We ain't talk about that shit. But like. How I like to be treated. Yeah. You know, the, the things that I will tolerate, the things I won't tolerate. I think those are kind of way more important. You know what I'm saying? Going down, like, and, and you do need to know, like, what's this person's goals? Right. Where where were they? Where are they at now? Where are they going in the future? Because those things tie together. Like, if you want to do X, Y, and Z, but you don't never follow through on anything, I kind of need to see where we going in these next couple of mm-hmm. months. But what if, what if they had dreams... They didn't follow through on those dreams, but they still doing well. Yeah, but this is the this is the thing, right? So when I say follow through, I mean like everything you try to do, you just stop. Like there's some people like that who just don't never keep it moving. And this is the thing, like if you had a dream, we all have dreams that we've let go mm-hmm. in right. some way, shape, or form. And if you're successful, what the hell we gonna argue about? It's facts. I think it's like you just, you know, communicate, you know, and then you, you set those parameters for your relationship with, you know, what you desire from your counterpart. Um, but I think that, you know, it, it depends on the person. You know, if you're one of those, if you're one of these people who are just like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I want to, I want a man who makes six figures and this and that, but. You know, you're not really, I won't say that. You're not doing, okay, so if I work, if I work seven days, if I work six, five days a week, you know, making X, Y, Z amount of money, you know, and you want to be a stay-at-home wife. Cool with me. I got a problem with that. But, on the back end of that, you know, when I come home, I, I would like I would like to have a home-cooked meal. That has to be like every that. night. That, that doesn't have to be every to be night. It has to be every night. But at least something. Mm-hmm. Something like, like, I don't want to like have to come home and then like, it's a fucked up conversation to have without no. any yeah. Oh my God, it is. It is. But oh it's like my this. God, it is. It is. It's like, like this. That. I hate that. It's vice versa. It is. Too, like, I don't want I don't want women to be look at this and be like oh you expect it has nothing to do with no, your gender no, it's like because on the other side y'all all. need to stop letting these niggas who don't have nothing you know what I'm saying be on riding on y'all team and they ain't putting nothing they ain't putting nothing <laughs> in the gas fact. tank like he, he dropping you nothing. off at work and dropping your call yeah on. nigga he you ain't that he joking <laughs> <And> you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. It's like that's a good way to put it. It's like at the end of the day, that also you know what I'm saying goes to y'all. It's like you shouldn't really tolerate. Like it's not for everybody, right? It's not. But if 
you have a dude who works, who does not work, who's at the house taking care of the kids, because some guys who do oh, that. Oh, yes, yeah. And it's like, when you come home, that motherfucking house don't need to be nasty. And sometimes during the week, that nigga need to be cooking, because you ain't doing nothing else. Not saying you ain't doing nothing else to take care of the kids and... The home yeah. is a full time job. Can't it is. Be. It's a, it's a, so, man, it's a, look, it's a, that's a stressful job, dog. It's mm-hmm. a stressful job. They but do. also, because your ass working don't mean you can't clean up. That's your a ass fact. can't cook either. That's a fact, because I mean, I know, like, my wife, I have my son all weekend. Like, on the weekend, she'll have him. And then when I come home from work, I'll come home and help clean up. Because that's, that's something I do. Because I don't want, she's been running around Carter all day long. And Carter is, a handful, if you ever met him. <laughs> but he's a handful, and I know she'd be stressed the hell out. <laughs> I'd be like, babe, I got the dishes. I do dishes. I got it. Just relax. You know, I throw everything in the dishwasher. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. If there's something else, I'd be like, yeah, I'll get that, I'll get that tomorrow. Because Mondays, Mondays are my cleanup days. Yeah. That's when I come, when I'm, I'm at home, I take Carter to daycare. I, I come at home. I just whoop, do a clear yeah. sweep of the house. Everything's good. I try to make sure dinner's ready. When she get home, um, that's just because I work weekends. So, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. make sure you have y'all, whatever your expectation is. Let your counterpart know that before y'all get like when y'all when y'all are getting serious. Know what your expectations are. Um, if there are any unrealistic expectations, y'all discuss those things. Uh, iron all that out because you don't want to have. You don't. One thing is you. <coughs> You always want to communicate because you don't want to have an expectation in your mind and uh, your counterpart does, is not aware of that. Yeah. And now you're sitting here like left, like, you know, what the heck? What, what the, the heck? fuck the going heck? on? Right. Yeah. And, but you ain't communicating it. It's like, and people don't understand, like, some of those conversations are the hardest conversations to have, but you got to have them. Yeah. Because I, we call it heated fellowship. Like, it's a tough conversation. And it might not feel good, but it has to happen. Yeah, it, it it's a necessary evil in a relationship is to have those difficult conversations, um, talk about the things that you desire, um, and you know want from your counterpart. And if they if they and it let them make the decision if they can fall through on it if they can't, and they maybe find some type of compromise. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, just you know, I'm not gonna tolerate just any old thing, you know. <laughs> And she want me to, she want me to be a baller shot caller, twenty eight blade on the Impala, you know what I'm saying? And, and all she can do is, 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 you know, she want me to, to, like change her life status, but she ain't got nothing going on for herself. Like she's sleeping and, on an air mattress. I, I think that's why it's also the importance <laughs> of like utilizing your time dating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like when you are like getting to know somebody. You figure out you're at this place in life. Right. This is what I require. It might it might take you a year to get to that point, mm-hmm. but we can still be dating, getting to know each other, there and all that during that time. And then you you are there, then we can go to this next level now. Right. Because we talked about it. And these were like these were her requirements or mm-hmm. his requirements. Like these are the things that I need. And sometimes it's financially, but a lot of times it's more like. Making sure your credit's straight. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And things like that. And want to have somebody, even if you're not in a, like, a big-time job, but you're in, you are doing what you need to do to go to the next level. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing that, then 
we can work together and figure out where we're going next. I think a lot of times people go with somebody based on, not based on like what they are, but based on the potential. You can't necessarily do that all the time because it's going to leave you, excuse my French, but with a wet ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel That's like it. a pause now to be out there. Nah. <laughs> nah, I needed that effect. Nah. Uh, <laughs> nah, but that's that's a fact though. That's facts. No, I'm with you. Um So usually at this time we'll do a black as fuck w- with Justin. But I don't know if you have one this week. I always make it up on the fly anyway. <laughs> well, if you want to get into it, this section of the pod we like to call Black as Fuck with Just Cuz. So can't just came up with just now, guys. So, <laughs> on this uh, episode of Black as Fuck, I want to talk about African American history mm. and us knowing the history, not just the history that's being taught in schools because they don't give us nothing, but knowing more about different religions. Mm. Not just... And when I say, well, not even just African-American history, like history, period. We need to know about everything, not just things black, but we need to be knowing about things white, things Latin, things, you know what I'm saying? Because when we look at people that are successful, what separates us as a racial group based on other racial groups is that we don't, you know what I'm saying, put everything together. We don't practice group economics in the way that we should. Mm-hmm. But not even just that, we have allowed people to take our culture and profit off of it. And a lot of that comes from education. A lot of that comes from being controlled by our religion, being controlled by all these other things that we've allowed them to by culture. So it's like, if we know more about ourselves, like we'll be able to pass that down to the next generation and they won't have to deal with the same things that we've dealt with. You know, because I live in, we live in a time where my grand, my uh, grandmother, she was born in 1932. Huh. And she knows, you know, she picked cotton. You know what I'm saying? She, I think she went up to the eighth grade in school and stuff like that. But she's like well read, knows a whole bunch of different things. And she listened to all different types of music. She, you know what I'm saying, had all these things that when you go to the next generation, it's like we don't necessarily pass that down. We don't pass down our experiences. And we need to read more, read more about what we were and let's not have, like, such a closed-minded view of the world. Because when you look at, like, Indians and, you know, Every other racial group, Asian Americans, they all pull together and we break each other down. Not to say that they don't, but ours is way more in the open. Everybody has their shit with them. But we allow our lack of knowledge sometimes to keep us in the same place. And when you pass down your culture to each generation and you give them the information and you give them the stories, they have that with them for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. They will always have that pride. They'll always be like, this is who I am. But when you're allowing the world to teach you black history, when you're allowing the world to teach you about who we are, 
then that's going to be shifted and it's going to be take on a whole different like atmosphere like outlook it's going to be more of taking from you than giving to you you know what i'm saying it's going to be a lot of things put in there that aren't real and your view of what black history is your view is going to be different than mine we all have our different view but we have to understand that we as we're living we are making black history and we want that to be written and passed down in the right manner whether it's text whether it's what we're doing right now whether it's music it needs to be passed down and explained to the next generation and not just the music that we're doing right now but your kids need to know about Billie Holiday what mm-hmm. what's the importance of of her and they need to understand like jazz and all these things that they come from gospel that all these different genres of music they come from who we are you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. if you don't have that knowledge like and that pride, you just allow everybody to tell you that you just this other nigga. You, you got to be in the street. You got to do this. You got to rap and play ball. We don't have to do any of that. It's all written in those books. It's all in the music and all the different things that we consume every day. But we have to be able to preserve it in the right manner so it goes on to the next generation. Like, what's the um, museum in D.C.? Oh, the, the Black Wax Museum? Is um, that one? There's... um. The one that it was like so hard for people to get into. Oh, you're talking about um Fuck, see, this is why we need somebody that's over there in the corner <laughs> looking up this you stuff. Cause I've been drinking a little bit. I can't remember. But yeah, though. He's talking about the National Museum yeah. of African American yeah. History and Culture. Yeah, yeah, like that's a documentation that we're gonna have for such a long time. And we talked about it the last time we spoke about the music and if they're not going to have arts programs in school, we need to start that in the community centers. Shit, do it virtually. We need to be making sure that the next generation has all the tools to like continue to be able to tell their story and also understand and consume the history of yesteryear. I think one of the most awesome things we did on this pod was start doing black as fuck with Justin. I think so too. Boy, and drunk me be off the head too. That was off the head. <laughs> off the dome piece. Hey, check it. Um, I don't really want to get mm. into the last topic because it's way it's still way too fresh. And I don't feel like crying right now, because I will. So um I just wanna say I appreciate y'all, man. Oh man, for real, man. Dog. Especially going through all this stuff, man. I really appreciate y'all. I really appreciate them doing this pie with you guys. Just want to let that be known. But um, you got any words of wisdom to close us out? I really got no words of wisdom. But just to go back off the whole uh, Sierra, uh, the whole Russell Wilson thing. Okay. Um. All right. So you know, Russell said that you know his biggest fear. I'll quote what he said. Russell Wilson said his biggest fear is losing his wife. You know, rather than us focusing on how lame or how corny that may sound, let's focus on the why he he feels that way. Russell loves, supports, celebrates, cherishes, provides, protects, prays for his wife. Everything a husband should do for their wife. Um, Sierra obviously is doing something right <laughs> to make this man feel this way. You know, she's giving him something 
that he you know, can feel. yeah, something Man. that he can feel, something that he doesn't want to live without. And I'm pretty sure it's not just sexual, right? <laughs> um, I'm sure he has. I'm sure he's had his fear, his fair share of options. At some point, you know, this guy is in the NFL. I'm pretty sure women throw themselves at them all the time. Um, but he is committed to his wife. His process for being a great husband um, is outstanding. Is an outstanding example that I think a lot of young men um, and older could look to as a standard for how we treat our wives as black men. Um, so rather than focus on being on being on, you know, getting you a Russell and not a future, let's focus on on doing what makes a man so in love with you that the thought of him losing would strike him with fear. You know, if you found a reason to critique, criticize the way he loves Sierra, you are a broken and toxic man. Get some counseling, reevaluate your definition of what love is. And if other fellas give you a hard time for loving, for living your love for your spouse out loud, just remember a blowjob is better than a bro job. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that threw me <laughs> off, Taz. Listen, wasn't expecting that. The whole time he was saying that, I was thinking about what I was gonna say about the crazy shit that people are used to from me. Check it. You are gonna have to give me some time. I'm gonna get back right. But, <laughs> but that was fucking beautiful, Taz. How you ended that shit was fucking beautiful. No bro Word. And I just want to end this pod with saying. The Knicks are fourth in the East. Hey, hey. we will talk more about this <laughs> next hey. week. Need a whole new episode just about it. Word. <laughs> next week, we'll dive into it. But check this out. Always remember, no matter the view, it's always, always with respect. respect. And that was another episode of Views from the Floor podcast. <laughs>